Greeting Earthlings, welcome to Saturday Morning Showdown. If this is your first time joining us, my name's Don. I'm Lee. We're a tag team of pop culture artists from the Philadelphia area. We go by the name 8-Bit Fusion. Uh, we grew up in the golden age of the Saturday morning cartoon, so we made this show to sit down with some of our friends and talk about our favorites. Uh, this week we are joined by my good friend John. John, how you doing today? Doing pretty great. How you doing? Doing good. How is uh, how is the quarantine out in California? <laughs> uh, <laughs> man, it is where I'm at. Actually, people are actually following it, unlike other parts of California. Well, so that's it's been, good. That's been good. a ghost town. Uh, Target is like sanctuary out here. Uh, mm-hmm. It's uh, basically like you go walking in right now, and then it's just like, you need a cart? Oh, hold on. Let me sanitize it for you real quick. So it's, uh, that's been interesting. Yeah, that's pretty cool that they're handling it that way because it's not that organized out this way. No. It is the wild, wild west out here. <laughs> it's starting to look like New Jersey. Oh, no. I, <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, I'd say it surprises me, but uh, I know our hometown and I know that uh, that's about part of the course. Yeah, it's, it's about right. Now, you picked what we're watching today, so why don't you tell our listeners what are we about to watch? Uh, one of my personal favorite cartoons of all time, the Batman animated series. Uh, it's it, it's up there. It's a good one. It is. Yep. Uh, it's just uh, it had such a great animation stop for time. It holds up very well today. Uh, the last I remember, at least. Uh, you know everything about it. The voice acting cast is fantastic. That's where we got Harley Quinn from. Yeah. Uh, just. I think it really did a good job of making use of Batman's rogues uh, gallery of uh, bad guys. It just, it just, it was top to bottom a really good show, and uh, I just, I had a lot of great memories watching it. Yeah, absolutely agreed. When, uh, when do you think was the last time you've watched an episode? Uh, I don't know. Probably about like three or four years ago, maybe. Uh, yeah, I'm thinking. I'm thinking it's probably been a cool decade for me, at least. <laughs> I, I have moments where I, uh, I have to go through my nostalgia bombs, and uh, I would say the animated series has been one of them. And I listen to a lot of Kevin Smith podcasts and stuff, and uh, Batman on nice. Batman, they actually brought, um, God, I'm, I'm blanking on the name right now, but they brought him on, and he was talking about it, so of course I had to go back and watch a few episodes. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, how I about fe- you? Yeah, I feel like I've watched it in the last like couple of years actually. Like I I feel like I was like looking through Netflix to watch something and I came just came across it and it was just so awesome. I mean, I definitely watched it back in the 90s, Saturday mornings eating my cereal, uh hanging out with my sister. Um I definitely remember watching it then, but I feel like I also watched it pretty recently as well. But I'm super excited to watch it tonight as well. Cool. And um just for the listeners if they're watching along with us, we're doing something a little different today we're watching it in the dvd order not the air order we usually stick to the air order um but the air the first episode was the catwoman episode and it was a two-parter so i just didn't want to i didn't want to do a two-parter like half of a two-parter so we're gonna go with the actual first episode on the dvd which was the first episode they made second one they aired which is the uh on the leather wing the Catwoman one was the first one. Yeah. I didn't know that either. I look shit up. <laughs> As you do. It's smart. Let's uh let's put it on, see what we think.
Alrighty. And we're back. So we just watched the first episode of the 1992 Batman, the animated series coming right out of it. I got to say it was goddamn good. I got, I got very little like bad things to say that was, it was great. I loved every second. How about you guys? So good. Yeah. I, I loved it. Well, the animation was amazing. The storyline was great. Definitely bring back a lot of nostalgia for when I watch this one from my kid. Yeah, the animation looked really good. It was, like, dark and gritty, but there were still, like, little flares of cartoon humor throughout it that I think makes it really great. Like, it's it doesn't take itself too seriously. Like, example, when Batman was flying with Man-Bat and he hooks onto that scaffolding and Man-Bat flies away and then gets caught. His eyes bulge out for like a fraction of a second the way it would in a Bugs Bunny cartoon. Yes. And it's it's like funny, but it's only a quick thing and then it's back to the show. But yeah, I, I, I love the way the animation took that dark, gritty, but still cartoon humor and merged it really well. Um, we, we kind of touched on this while we were watching. Um, I really enjoyed the the art style of it because... And again, I could be completely wrong about this, but I believe I heard something that like one of the things that set this apart um, as a show was they did all the animation on like uh, black cells. So um, they, yeah. built, they built the color palette up uh, from, from black, whereas normally it's like clear or white. Yeah. Um, and it really did add to that noir style to it. Uh, yeah, and absolutely. It, Definitely. Uh, it was just, it was such a beautiful thing to watch. It holds up so well today. And like like you said, like there's a little, a little, cartoon moments in there that uh like it's it's dark it's gritty but it's still fun like alfred was on fire <laughs> yeah alfred, alfred was dropping the puns and i <laughs> was here for it <laughs> absolutely uh donna what year did this come out because i'm just curious about the development of the animation compared to the other cartoons we've watched on this podcast this is 92 so it's kind of smack in what we've covered so far because we've covered late 80s and then we covered, well, next late Late 90s, yeah, next Yeah, episode. late 80s, late 90s. So this is, you know, early 90s. Okay, so it just fits in the middle of everything we've been watching. Yep. Yeah, it def- yeah the animation, like, it was just so, like, stuff I'm into, like, the noir and the artistic style. It definitely just fits in great with what I like to watch. Yeah, it was beautiful. It really was beautiful. Um, the music is so good i i like i'm speechless with just how great it is just those little ditties all throughout i loved it i got i got nothing man i loved it yeah i would definitely buy a score of this like i just like i could just listen to this this, while working like it was it was neat it's very very awesome music yeah i'm right there with you on that one uh the music like from from top to bottom like the, the Everything about the show was really good. But the music really, again, it's another thing that stands out from a lot of the other stuff that I've watched over the uh, over the years. Uh, it's just like the big brass parts of it and all that. It, it yeah. I don't know. It just it it feels very actiony. I love it. Yeah. 
the show was uh, something that we had we had again talked about uh, was like, the idea behind uh, like they laid down like the the Harvey Dent like early on right like, yeah. this is episode one yeah. Harvey Dent's right there yeah we've talked about this before in previous episodes but there aren't a lot of these kids cartoons that do like a narrative story throughout. X-Men was kind of the exception, and I think this is another one where they establish some carrier characters earlier that become, like, villains or things later. I think that's really neat. It definitely is. Yeah, and and I know that this is kind of going forward. Uh, I think that the franchise is really good job that because, like, there are things that happen in the animated series uh, that play into the Batman Beyond series later on, you know? Oh, yeah years later like it's just a a super well done franchise and this episode was just uh was like candy for me it was so good oh, to, absolutely. to see all to see all that the dc animated universe has been really good for a very long time they've they've gotten their cartoons down really well they've never quite gotten the movies there you get the occasional like Dark Knight, but overall, I think their movies are lackluster. But the DC cartoon universe, all of them are very, very good. And this is this is kind of early on too. They're the kind of like established multi-show universe. I can't think of anything else doing that in 1992. Yeah, neither can I. Um, yeah. Like I can't think of much, and like. I, I know later on this, this would go and tie into the Superman cartoons and all yeah. that stuff. Like you were just bringing up, like, yeah, yeah, I can't think of anyone really doing that. I, I can't think of many shows to this day that have done it successfully. Like, I know they, I know they've yeah. existed, yeah. Uh, but D- DC has always been strong in the cartoon game. I think our previous guest David's going to have his head explode as I say this, <laughs> but I loved this theme song, even though it's not really like a great theme like it's not a catchy theme song like all of the things i said i didn't like about the x-men theme song (laughs) this is this is arguably (laughs) guilty of two but i watched this show so much more so this theme song filled me with so much nostalgia that i can't i can't say i don't like it the way i didn't like the x-men one the x-men one just was not good i mean yeah the this one the batman and anime series one isn't like a catchy one like teenage mutant ninja turtles or animaniacs not exactly. catchy but the x-men one was just boring like this one actually like just when i heard this theme song it just brought back like memories of oh yeah I, I was watching this on saturday morning that that's what i was feeling with this but x-men it was just boring and the, the i do not agree with dave <laughs> I am an X-Men fanboy, unapologetically, yeah. uh, and I will say that I like this theme song better than the X-Men theme song. Um, I think the X-Men theme song is a perfectly okay song, uh, but I think that it's a little too all over the place, and it's a, it's, 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 there's a little too much going on there sometimes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think that this one is a more memorable one for me because of the fact that I don't know, like there's something about it. Like I, maybe it's the way it's the, there's the build up to it. And uh, I'm a big fan of uh, or- orchestral um, kind of stuff. Um, it's, so I don't know. It's very cinematic. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. It, it fits and the show. Absolutely. 
yeah, it, it it's it's spot on. And and maybe maybe this is why I like it a lot too. We usually just talk about the theme song, but that whole like opening credits role is incredible. Yeah. Just as an overall experience, not just the song, but the whole thing. And maybe that's why it stands out more to me than than X-Men. So maybe that's why. I don't know. But but that that opening scene with the theme song, I I very much love. Also, I saw in the credits that Danny Elfman was the one that did the music for this, which kind of makes sense because saying how semantic was. I mean, he did the same. He's the same person that did the music for Edward Scissorhands, which also was amazing and cinematic and just had a really nice score. So I can definitely see why the music was so good here. Well, you ready for this? Yeah. This is 1992. Yeah. Tim Burton did edward scissorhands that you just mentioned yeah but he also did the 1987 batman movie with danny elfman yeah so danny elfman coming over to this was a logical step for that, that would that would make sense no it's a, it really does make perfect sense yeah it's just it's really amazing crazy. yeah i i didn't catch that so good on you that is really cool that danny elfman did the goddamn music for this because he's a big name <laughs> yeah yeah he's probably bit. the biggest name of all of these people Yes, yeah. In this episode. We'll get to that. I don't know. It's so crazy to think that it was 1992 this came out. Like, what, we're in 2020? And it's been... It's been a little bit. Yeah. it's This show was almost 20 years old at this point. Yeah. The show can drink in three years. That is insane. <laughs> Assuming the coronavirus doesn't kill us all by then. Uh, it'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. It'll be fine, okay. <laughs> We had a good run. That <laughs> yeah, was worth it. Now, uh, again, to step back to the actual episode that we just watched, the cast is a lot of the people that you'll see throughout this series, um, like Commissioner Gordon, um, obviously Batman. But they're all real solid, like old Hollywood character actors none of them have any real like recognizable credits on there but they've all been in hundreds of movies tv shows um some of them going all the way back to the 40s um the guy who voices commissioner gordon is bob hastings and he was on the twilight zone oh whoa Jesus. In uh, 1962. Yeah, he is like wow. an old Hollywood character actor. Um, fun fact about him, he plays a bit role. I didn't even write the character's name down because it was nobody important. But he plays a bit role in the 1967 Batman TV show as well. For one episode. What? But yeah, he plays a random character in the Adam West Batman show. That's so good. Yeah, that's fun. That's awesome. Now, Alfred from this episode in this episode. And I, I'm saying that specifically because Alfred is not the same voice actor throughout the guy who did this episode. He did two other episodes. So only three, but his name is Clive Revel. And he is the voice of the emperor in the empire strikes back. What? Yeah. So, so many good puns in this episode, a little, Yeah. So good. And you know, that's a that's a 
one of the greatest movies ever made. But you know, it's fine. It's no big deal. Just no big deal. You no. Know. But I love it. It gives it gives the character so much clout. You know, it's good. The guy who voices Manbat is Mark Singer. Again, he's actually more new Hollywood. Like a lot of his credits are from the early seventies to eighties. But and I don't know if either of you are nearly as big a nerds as I was, but he was the main character for the television show V. Anybody remember V? Yeah. I vaguely remember V. V was like a invasion of the body snatchers, kinda. He's the last not the last human, but he figures out that he's one of the last humans, so these aliens who embody people all around him are like going after him but it's a really good sci-fi classic there was a i want to say early 80s tv series and then a 90s tv series and then a 2000s tv series like they kind of keep coming back and he's been in all of them he's he's a main character throughout all of that yeah that's a really good show if if you've never seen it i i really do recommend it it's it's the older ones is like good old sci-fi the same way like TOS, the original Star Trek series, is really good. But the later ones are like good, gritty sci-fi for the comebacks. So I, I recommend all of them. They're great. The last voice actor from this episode that I want to talk about is obviously Batman. Um, Kevin Conroy. He okay. hasn't been in as much. He still has like 100 IMDb credits. But almost all of them are Batman and Batman related. Hmm. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. To this day, if you hear Batman in an animated series, with one exception, and I'll get into that, it is this guy. It is Kevin Conroy. Does anyone want to guess which franchise? Because there's actually two or three movies, but there's a small franchise that he is not the voice of Batman in. I thought he wasn't the voice of Batman on one of the Arkham games. Like, I think it was like, I thought it was, I thought it was uh, maybe Origins the video games are. Yeah. The video games are different, Okay, but as far as the movies and the TV shows, Oh, uh, is it the Batman? Nope. Okay. Didn't Adam West do one of the animated ones? Oh, Oh, did he? Yeah. There was an animated movie with, uh, with Adam West and the original Robin. Uh, oh, right on. Yeah, I would please. watch the shit out That's, of that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Adam West and Burt Ward. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. That. Yeah, I didn't know about that. Yeah, yeah but, I don't. I don't remember that. reading that. Okay, that Adam West. Did. All right, fine. I'll concede that. The one <laughs> I was thinking of, he is not the voice of Lego Batman. Okay, in, that makes sense. In in the Lego movie or the Lego Batman movie, he is not the voice of Lego. That Batman. would make sense. That's like a whole different world. It is. Does anybody know who the voice of Lego Batman is? No. I do not know. Bojack motherfucking oh, horse. Oh, uh, you, t- you, yeah. you told me that. That's right. He's a good Batman, too. If you've not seen the Lego movie or the Lego Batman movie, he's a really good Batman. What was he just in what, that we were just watching? Oh, he's in Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec. Okay. That's yeah. what we were just watching. Yeah. Okay. So we made the decision to do... The first episode as it is on the DVD, which is also this is the first episode that they made. But when they went to air the episodes, they aired uh, part one of the Catwoman story. 
And I'm thinking in hindsight, we should have done that episode only because there's a what would Frank Welker do uh, in that episode. What? Frank Welker. You guys ready for this? Voices Catwoman's cat. Catwoman's cat. <laughs> what? Why is Catwoman's cat talking is the question. He doesn't. What? The cat what? meows. Oh. And that's Frank goddamn Welker. <laughs> well, now I wish we would have watched that episode, Don. Yeah, I but, know. Well, we'll just have to do another <laughs> podcast episode with that episode or or do it for one of when we do our subscriber program. Do, do it for an extra, I think. Yeah. Or something like that. I just like to always bring up Frank Welker as our listeners are probably tired of hearing at this point, but Frank Welker really is the voice of my childhood. He played so many of my favorite characters. Now, it didn't come up in this episode, but, you know, since we're talking cast, does anybody remember, and this is the biggest layup I'm ever putting out there, who voices the Joker? Mark goddamn Oh my god. Hamill. I think this is this has got to be Mark's second biggest role. Yeah. Yeah. He might even, well, no. Because he's the main character in the original trilogy. I was like, he might even get more screen time in Batman than he does in the entirety of Star Wars. But I don't think that's possible. He's only in like 10 episodes of the original of this um, animated series. But he is the Joker throughout the entire cinematic or, I guess, television universe um, of Batman. So all of the like subsequent movies and, and TV shows, he's usually the voice of the Joker. I think he's even in Batman Beyond, he's still the Joker. Yeah, he is. Uh, he's yeah. uh, he he actually only just recently officially, and he he said this a few times, I think, uh, officially retired as the Joker. Um, mm. Like, uh, I forget what it was the thing he said was his last one, but I know like Troy Baker is the voice of Joker now in the Arkham games. Hmm. Why does that name sound familiar? Uh, he is Joel from Last of Us. He yeah yeah he's he's he is one of the new voices of everything in voice acting right now yeah but to say i without looking at it i i know i know his name i may yeah, look he, it up earlier just for for funsies for me the voice of the joker in the arc games right now that's cool i have one other production fun fact um that i wrote down although this may be fun to nobody but me <laughs> but i'm comfortable with that I dislike the band Pearl Jam more than I can probably articulate. I think Fair. they are terrible. They're awful. They're the worst of like that 90s grunge bands. Yeah. But they put out a top five music video for me ever in Do the Evolution. Does anyone remember that? Yep. When we get off of this call, I want you to watch it. And then oh, will. hit me back up because it's real good. And it's the same director, Kevin Altieri, as uh, as this episode. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Kevin Altieri did a lot of the Batman show. And yeah, like I said, he did this this Pearl Jam video. It's like weirdly dark, kind of apocalyptic. And it's a pretty, as far as Pearl Jam goes, it's a pretty good Pearl Jam song. But the video is really the takeaway. And it's, yeah, like he the same director as this episode. So I, I, I recommend that as well for, like, 
you know, a good five minute watching if you can sit through a Pearl Jam song. Yeah. Uh, I'm wondering, yeah, I took a film noir class back in the last decade, and I remember we did a segment on music videos, so I kind of remember possibly watching this one as well. Yeah. It wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me if someone if if not you but maybe someone brought it to class to watch. Yeah, I slightly remember it. Wouldn't, it. it wouldn't surprise me because it, it it's one that people would go to as like best music videos ever. Absolutely. Facts about this episode. I yeah. uh man. <laughs> There's a lot of great facts. I mean it's a, it was just a really good episode that kicked off a really good show. Like and I know that again, like uh you know, they aired the Catwoman stuff first, but um I don't know. I, I think the Batman animated series uh, has been the biggest part of my childhood, uh, outside of maybe Power Rangers. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, you're probably. It's probably not too far off for me either. I think, I think Turtles, and Toxic Crusaders were bigger for me. Um, around the same time, actually, because I'm thinking Toxic Crusaders was '91. This was '92. Um, but I never really had like Batman toys. Oh, I, I had all. Of them. Were, like, yeah, not specifically for this cartoon. I mean, there was Batman toys for sure for the comics and everything, but I don't remember anything specifically for the show. Oh, there was. There, there was. was. Oh, I absolutely. Could, I could name you a whole bunch of stuff. Like I had like, oh, yeah. the animated series Batmobile. Mm-hmm. I had like all oh, yeah. the different Batman suits. Uh, oh, yeah. And then uh, obviously Mask of Phantasm. I uh, had the, the toys for that. I'm picturing, um, I might be confusing with the movie, but I'm picturing like a Dr. Freeze that had like the plastic, you know, snow globe over his head. No, no, yeah, no, that, that was, uh, that was cartoons. And then, yeah. uh, there was the Happy Meal toys. Yeah. That's, oh yeah. That's Lee's speciality. That the, is, the Happy Meal yeah, toys. Yeah, I do not remember those, so I would, I would like to see those. Uh, I will find them and send them to you. Um, oh, yeah. That's awesome. But the, uh... Yeah, they had Happy Meal toys for it. They had everything, and yeah. it was just ah, uh, I remember being obsessed with this show. And yeah, uh, I can't say enough positive things. I'm probably rambling a little bit. No, that's, it's that, all good. That's, that's what this for. No, and this is this like it, like I mean, when we came out of it, I was like near speaks Like I'm like I can't even like I can't even articulate how good all it's just, it's just good. It's just good. Watch it. It is. Like I have nothing else. It's just good. Watch it. Um, but yeah. For for me personally, I didn't really have any of these toys. I don't, I don't know why there was no like reason why I wouldn't have gotten them because yeah. I had turtles and I had uh, Tox Crusaders and those are the why I kind of nostalgically go back to those two particular shows. Um, but I do, I watched this well into like high school. I very very much loved this show. So. Oh yeah, I, I still go back and watch Bob and Beyond all the time. Oh yeah. Yeah, to see it now and see it hold up makes me really happy because this was a this it held was a big up, it held part up of my well. childhood. Yeah. Do you think kids today would like this, or would they understand what would be going on? I don't see why not. I think a good show is a good show, and this yeah. this is a good show. It definitely is. Yeah. I, I can't think of a reason why they wouldn't. I I think this is one of like there are some shows that struggle to be relative to a younger audience because like they try and be too topical like they'll try and make too many current pop culture references like that yeah. yep. i think batman does a really good job of 
uh, standing on its own. Like, they don't make any kind of that pop culture stuff because it's in its own self-contained world. Like, there was a joke about the, the guard who had a side hustle uh, trying to do broadcast school that was still relevant as hell today. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, side like... Hustle. Like, side hustles back in 1992. And it's just like, I thought that was just a current thing. No. No, that was happening almost 20 years ago. Yeah, no, that uh, was that was a funny little throw-in too, because yeah, that side hustle and gig economy is so, you know, congruent to like modern times. I I wouldn't think of it in 1992, but there, I mean, there it is, plain as day. Yeah, um, you know, and I think one of the things we didn't really touch on uh, yet is like uh, one of the things I completely forgot about that I I really appreciate about this show is like how it. Like the vehicle design, like oh like, yeah, there's yeah. like a, a, a low key like I think Don put it like a light science fiction kind of twist to it, and it was just fantastic. Like yeah, uh, yeah. I said I said soft sci-fi. That's yeah, kind of that how is. I oh, I've always described it. But yeah, you're right. Like it's it's like futuristic, but not spaceship futuristic. It's like maybe ten years kind of in the future. And yeah, it it was cool because it's like. It's not what you're seeing outside. It's not something that you might see in the real world, but it's not so unbelievable that you, you know it takes you out of um, out of the show entirely. So yeah, I think it kind of it in terms of lore building, it kind of puts the show in this weird non-existent time frame, so it doesn't ever it doesn't ever age. Yeah, you know I mean, you don't look at it and it looks dated because it never existed in the time that we're in. It always existed in its own time. And I, I think to your point, that's exactly why I think the car design being different, but not so different from what we're seeing. It is, it kind of puts it in this amorphous time zone that makes it timeless. And that's awesome. Yeah. I think that's a, I think that's a very good point there. Um, it, it, it can be timeless because of the designs um, like, and it was really interesting in that, like, it felt like I could be watching, like, a 1940s noir film, um, but then, the, then like, with, like, the detective shots and, like, the way they were talking to each other, and then all of a sudden, uh, you know, Batman's got these super awesome goggles on that are letting him see things that no one else could see. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. So, like, uh, it's just, like, it was a lot of really small things in there that just kind of made me go, holy crap, like... As a kid, you don't catch this stuff as much, but as an adult, ooh. yeah, you see all of the all the influences that are flowing in there, like the the '40s noir and all that. Yeah, absolutely. What I like too is they would go into those like dark '40s noir, like detective things, but then Alfred or Bruce Wayne would crack a joke, and it would still be a kid show, and that's what I loved. Like, it it yeah. wasn't. It was the perfect mix of, you know, dark but also silly humor that it worked really well for me. Yeah. I agree with all that. It's nice. Uh, yeah, I, I can't. I, I have nothing negative to say about the show. It was such a good show. Now this is um, I'm I'm sure we all know the answer at this point. Yeah, but, I wasn't even going to ask. But this is something we've been doing with every episode, and I like to do. So if you were. If you were a TV executive and somebody handed you this pilot, are you greenlighting this show? Oh, absolutely. Without a I, question. Uh, Hell fucking yes. I'd have to be fired if I did. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, 
we knocked on um on the real Ghostbusters because the first episode of the real Ghostbusters did no lore establishing. It was a hot mess. There was you had to see the original Ghostbusters movie to understand what was going on and for a kids show that's a weird thing to expect them to have seen to be able to jump into this. And to be fair, this show did not give us an origin story at all. But Batman's such a long-running character that it really doesn't need it. Um, So that that did not bother me in the slightest. I think um, there's a problem in, like, even in modern animation, right? Um, Where, like, the fact this is even a term that exists, but, like, there are shows that you have to pay a tax on. Yeah. Uh, to watch before they before they're good, um, yep. and I I think those are the ones where I'm like, no, I don't, I don't know that I would want to greenlight that. The animated uh, series for me, uh, yeah, it doesn't establish an origin, and I don't know if that's a problem because I I don't know if that's a problem. Like I think I yeah. think it's fine sometimes to not have an origin, even if like this wasn't a long established character. I think so long as you tell a good story that, like, when the when the credits roll, you go, man, I can't wait to see this week. Um, yeah. And that's what this was for me. Like, you could walk in not knowing a thing about Batman. And you could walk out going, oh, he's, okay, so he's, like, super rich. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, he's a bit of a ladies' man. Uh, his butler's pretty <laughs> funny. Uh, and he's a detective crime fighter. Like, you, you get really good glimpses into who the character is and the actions there and by the time the episode's over it's just like wait hold on no 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 no. Uh, let's wait another week although i think this ran bi-week or not bi-weekly i think it ran like every other day yeah i'm about to say yeah so i think think it ran at least twice a week maybe not maybe three times a week um yeah it may have been like a wednesday monday wednesday friday thing that's what i'm thinking too but yeah either way yeah, at the end of the episode, I was like, next, please? Yeah, it was very, very yep. good. All right, well, John, this was awesome. Thank you for doing this. Thank you. Today. Yeah, no, thanks for having me. Uh, I uh, had a great time. It's been far too long since I've heard your voice. All right. Well, follow us on Facebook or Instagram at 8BitFusion. Uh, our website is popculturejunk.com. That's where you'll find links to our shows. That's where you'll find our web store, anything else we got going on. Um, This is normally the part of the show where Lee rattles off what flea markets and Comic-Cons you can find us at. Um, But the world is ending, so we don't really have a lot going on. But Lee's got some stuff she can say. Um, Yeah, I don't know. We have stuff coming up and that's scheduled for May and June and July, but who knows when the world's going to go. Quarantine has been an adventure. It's really affecting the small businesses. Um, Right now, um, we are selling our items in two virtual uh, flea markets. Uh, One is the Jersey City's Oddies Market. Um, You can find that on Facebook. And also, the other one is the Trenton Punkock Flea Market, who we... The, one of the markets that we love dearly um, is also doing a virtual market right now where we're selling a lot of our stuff. And then also um, we have our items in a market in Philadelphia called the South Street Art Mart. Um, they're closed right now, but their website is up and running, southstreetartmart.com. They have a bunch of our pins um, and bottle openers on their shop right now. So keep an eye out for that. Um, two lovely ladies, great 
two good friends of mine, Nicole and Nicole, run that shop, and they have a hundred vendors in there. Who right now, small businesses are really struggling with not being able to sell items in person. So please make sure you're supporting all the small businesses out there. Buy a gift card, buy a t-shirt, buy a pin, um, shop locally at restaurants because this is a really, really, really tough time right now for all of us. But thanks for all your support in our podcast and everything we do. Yeah. So like Lee said, thank you for listening. Uh, Remember to rate and review us on whatever platform you get your podcasts on. And we'll see you guys in a couple weeks. Peace. Greeting Earthlings. Well, (laughs) (laughs) cut that out.